Hey everyone, and welcome to the Outsiders Podcast. This show is an interactive experience about life, love, music, and personal growth inspired by the band Need to Breathe. The show is sponsored by the Instagram page We Are the Insiders and produced by We Are the Insiders and Benjamin Pedalero. We hope you enjoy and be sure to join the conversation on Facebook, Instagram, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Thank you so much. We look forward to hearing from you. What's up, Outsiders, and welcome back to the Outsiders podcast. Super excited to be back here today. Um, my name is Benjamin Pedalera. I'm joined here, of course, with my special co-host, Lauren McLean. Lauren, how are you doing today? I'm great, Ben. Awesome. We, uh, we're back at it here. I feel like I haven't talked to you in a while. We've had a little hiatus, but we're, uh, we're back at it here again, of course. First night of the tour starts up tonight, so we're really excited to talk about that as well. <laughs> Um, a lot of big things to talk about. Obviously, we had Mr. Loveless on the show, and he gave us some insights into that. So um, it's going to be really exciting to see all of the videos and photos and whatnot coming in from people at the show tonight, people at the shows later this week and throughout the tour as well. Um, but we're going to dive right into our show of the week here. Um, obviously, a really exciting show. Um, we're a few days off on this one, but I think it's acceptable because of the um, because of the circumstances. So it was in 2017. The boys were on tour with the New Respects, actually. So shout out to uh, you know, obviously they're touring with them on this tour as well. This show was at Red Rocks Amphitheater um, in September of 2017. Lauren, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say you're probably at this show. I actually. No, I actually wasn't. My first Red Rock show was the year after in 2018. Okay, so we'll uh, we'll definitely be coming up soon on the show that one of us attended. But yeah, I don't want to dive um, too much into this show because we have a very special guest here today who we've been trying to get onto the show and he's been... Um, He's been playing hard to get with us, but we were able to lock him down today on the first night of the tour. We have a lot of exciting things we want to talk about. Um, Lauren, everyone, please welcome Mr. Paul Malfair. Hopefully I said your last name wrong. I meant to ask you before we started. But Paul, yeah, how's it going? Good, uh, children. How are you? Very good. Thank you for joining us today. Um, obviously, you know, I've been bugging you to come on. Grateful you decided to accept and uh, a lot of exciting things to talk about today. Yeah. Ben, can I? Could start off by asking you something here. What what episode are you on in, in the uh, in in this endeavor here? So this will be episode eleven, I believe. Yeah, because Josh is ten. So this is our first episode since Josh. So this is episode eleven. Okay. Um. So I, I'm not. You know, I, I know you haven't had guests every show, but uh, I'm just I'm just curious about something. Me coming on your show is this the most excited that you've ever been for a guest <laughs> this o o is, on your podcast? Yeah, this will absolutely be probably the second most excited I've ever been. I might have to give that to Josh for the Josh most. Josh, who? I'll speak for myself though, but I'll let Lauren give her own answer. I kind of gotta agree with Ben. I mean, we are happy to have you, Paul. We are. We love you. Yeah, but Josh kind of tops it. I mean, as of right now. Okay, first of all, he's not even an original member of the band. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying that. But I will set aside how crestfallen I am at this response, and, and we can push forward here. If if you want to go with Josh, that's fine. All right, thanks. I appreciate your, uh, I appreciate you being willing to work with us on that. So, obviously, Paul, you're uh, you're a big Need to Breathe fan yourself, very present and vocal on the Facebook page, and. Um, certainly fun to interact with. I didn't want to um, dig into the Red Rock show too much because I knew that was something that was special to you and that you wanted to talk about. Before you go do that, why don't you give us a quick um, background on you and Need to Breathe, how you found the guys, um, you know, what they've kind of meant to your life. Obviously, I know you travel around a lot, so why don't you take us down that road a little bit? Yeah, I, I'm a, I have an insane live touring schedule. I, my favorite thing, uh, in the world to do is just go to live music. And I like all the bands. I mean, I love Need to Breathe. I Every time I go to a Need to Breathe show, I walk out of it thinking there's nobody better than this. I mean, for sure. Um, 
Um, but I probably say that about five or six other bands. So, but I, I mean, I go to 90 shows a year, so need to breathe is, is definitely one of the ones that every time they're coming around, I'm trying to go to as many, as many shows as possible and need to breathe will always have a special place in my heart because I, I found the band probably in 2009. Uh, it was right when, one of the local Christian radio stations was playing um, Signature of the Divine a mm. lot. And it was it was a really unique sounding song. I mean, Christian music can be a little bit formulaic. And when I listened to that, I'm like, there's really something special about whoever's, whoever's doing this song. And it reminded me a lot of a Newsboys song. There's a Newsboys song out there with Yahweh in the title too. And every time I kept hearing the song, I'm like, this sounds like, uh, newsboys, but better. So eventually, once I heard it for the third or fourth time, I had to go out and find out who was playing the song. And I'm like, they're really, really, really good. I, I should get into them. And I had never been before to any proper small venue shows. Up until that time, the only concerts I'd ever been to were like larger stadium shows. And it was only only a half dozen. I'd gone to see U2. I'd gone to see Bruce Springsteen. I'd gone to see uh, a couple of shows at the York Fair, but I had never done like the, the club show. I didn't really even know they existed. So as I was looking up Signature of the Divine, I saw that Need to Breathe was on tour and they were in Philadelphia. I'm like, well, I could probably get to that. Uh, and they were at a small venue called World Cafe Live. And World Cafe Live is where the local radio station around here uh, shoots all of its um, uh, concert events. It has really, really, really good acoustics. So I'm like, well, I've always wanted, you know, I, I, I've heard of that. That seems like something I should go to. And Need to Breathe sounds like a band I want to see. And I listen to their albums. I'm like, yeah, they're, they're good. I, I should go to them. So that was my first small club show. And I, I got there and the opening act was Will Hogue. And, you know, let's give it to, up to Need to Breathe. I mean, they have great opening bands. They've, they've always done real well. Lauren, I, I see that you like Will Hogue. Lauren, give me, give me one or two of your favorite Need to Breathe openers that you discovered. Uh, oh, gosh. Um, well, Welshly Arms, I really loved them when they were, um, I think it was the, the first Compadres tour. Mm-hmm. and god you put me on the spot paul <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I, will ho comes out i don't know him i have no idea who it is and he starts playing a song called dirty little war i didn't know what it was he gets and he's good i'm enjoying myself mm-hmm. and he gets to the third verse and the, the the bridge is finishing up and he's he's wandered away from the microphone during the bridge and I'm like, well, the song's about to kick back in formulaically. The song's about to kick back in. And this guy is 40 feet from his microphone. And all of a sudden, the band just drops out. Will Hoke's band drops out. Everything goes dead quiet. And he just, in this little, really good acoustic show uh, uh, setting, just belts out the third verse with no instruments. You could hear a pin drop. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm all in on this guy. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I've been here for four minutes and I am, I'm, I'm, this a magic moment has happened and my goosebumps have goosebumps at, at, at this point. I didn't realize I would go to a thousand concerts later and most of the arm players would be horrible. I just got really, really lucky that my very first opening song was th- this artist who I love and have seen many times since. And he just put, and he just put on, it did a song in a manner that I just, just really loved will hope finishes need to breathe comes on and you know it's it's need to breathe it's a small club they just burn it down i mean it's i'm like i'm i'm looking at the set list i track my set list religiously on setlist.com i'm looking at it but i mean it's it's outsiders had just come out but they play they play everything that i you know really like through 13 songs they finish with they finish with through smoke and they, they go out back for the encore and the the encore is hurricane which i love hurricane uh let us love and as a live force i mean let us love is great and then they drop all the instruments they turn off the microphones they pick up the acoustic guitars and and i'm not familiar with this i was not familiar with youtube I, i didn't know this was a thing and they do wash by the water right acoustically with no microphones and 
maybe all of us have gotten it now or seen it now or heard it now, but it's just Bear and Bo and Seth in a little club just belting this thing out. And we get three, four measures into it. The clouds crap clapping and singing along. And Bear does what Bear does. And he just says, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone shuts up. He's like, I appreciate the sing along, but but I can't do this while you guys are, are, are clapping here. So I'll let you know when to kick back in. And everyone applauds and he starts over. And they get to eventually get to even when you know the rain falls. It's like, all right, everyone, come on in. And the whole place was dying to join him on that. And, and the, 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 the crowd just crescendos and sings along with him. And everyone goes nuts. And then he does, you can't always get what you want by the stones. And it finishes. And I'm like, okay, I now know what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, I am supposed <laughs> to be going to this. This is my new hobby for sure. So Need to Breathe was and, and remains one of my favorite bands. But through got me into just going to small club shows as the way to actually as the way mm-hmm. to actually see live music there so for that uh you know for that i will always be grateful to them yeah that's awesome that's thank you for going into all that detail um my first show was a few years after you um <clears throat> it was the stomping ground tour and they played a lot of outsider songs and that was i've told the story before that was the tour that really got me hooked on to them and it was just you know that it was just took off from there so um just listening to your story that's really really cool um like i said a little while ago i know you you're a big traveler like you said um and the show of the week was a red rock show of course there's one coming up this friday as well so um why don't you go ahead if you can tell us as much as you can about that first Red Rock show and well not the yeah. first one in 2017. So no, so I've never seen Need to Breathe there. So I'm Oh I'm you have not. No, okay. no, no. I thought you had. Oh my God. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> so I uh by the way, I go to shows and I'm I'm a little loquacious and part of the part of the fun of going to shows is to talk to like-minded fans around you, especially when you show up early and you like to be in the front. Yeah. I apologize for everybody I'm blocking. I know I'm a monster. I'm six foot six. I have a large head. I get it. Um, I, I, I do show up early and I never move. So if you're behind me uh, and you're like, hey, can you move? The answer will be no. So don't, don't stand behind, don't stand behind the giant at any of these <laughs> shows there. But every time I go to a show and talk to somebody and mention Red Rocks, they're like, oh yeah, that's on my bucket list of things to do. I'm like, as someone who uh, had parents who never traveled and didn't really have any money, I, I completely understand not going to something, but I'm here to tell everybody, you can cross that off of your bucket list like now. You can, you just just go, It's you, you hop on a Southwest flight. It, it'll If you book it at the right time, it'll be 60 bucks one way, 60 bucks back. Everyone should take in a Red Rock show. It does not have to be need to breathe. Just go on their calendar, find a band that you even find palatable and, and, and just go. It's like going to Niagara Falls. It's like going to the Grand Canyon. It absolutely holds up and you can't, can't really believe it when you're there. So I'm, I'm looking forward to everybody uh, getting to either go back to Red Rocks or experience it for the first time uh, for Need to Breathe for sure. Um, ben, I'm going to be on you. I know you're getting married and you're, you're, you've got other uh, commitments, but if you haven't been there in the next two years, I'm, I'm definitely going to get on you to, to, <laughs> it's to, go, happen. to go there for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I, in terms of going to Red Rocks, Lauren, you've been there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have some thoughts about going there. Lauren, have you ever like walked around? Have you ever done the trails or the anything like that? Um, no, I thought they were a good idea, but, um, I was, I told myself next time I come back, I'm going to do it, but this time around, I probably won't do it. I'm just going for the, for the boys and for the food. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to throw out my, what I wish somebody had told me before I went for the first time, just, just so everybody knows what it is. Just if you're only there for one day, Friday, whatever, you can absolutely be at Red Rocks all day. Like there's, mm-hmm. it, it's, there's no problem being there all day. I, I posted this on Facebook, but you can just go sit on those steps that uh, I'm sure you can watch the sunrise. I don't think I've ever seen the sunrise, but I'm sure that's something people do. Um, mm-hmm. People are exercising there all day long. Like if, if I, I don't consider people watching to be as much fun as other people do, but 
there it, it absolutely works. People are exercising, people are doing yoga, people are painting, people are just really enjoying themselves. And you're outside in, in Denver, breathing this, this fresh air in this just gorgeous setting. I mean, you, you can sit there for two hours and just be completely entertained by what's going on around you. So I recommend everybody do that if they can. Um, there is a really nice trail that uh, starts at the trading post or the hitching post or the general store. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like one and a half miles. You can do it in 45 minutes if you want to. It's You are at altitude and there is some up and down. So you, you, you have to be in a little bit of shape to do it, but everybody should walk that trail if they can do it. It's, it's uh, save your pictures for there, save your I don't know, whatever, your Instagram, your Facebook posts, whatever, because you will get some of the best pictures you've ever gotten in your entire life on that trail. So if you can, if you have a chance to do it, if you have an extra hour while you're there, like I really recommend doing that for sure. Um, if you have GA, like uh, everybody likes their, everyone likes their seats. Uh, everyone wants to get as close as possible. Just throwing this out there for anybody who listens to this uh ga with need to breathe i think starts at like row 60 or something like that first of all there are no bad seats there none i've mm -hmm. i've walked around that entire thing you, you could make an argument that if you're going to have to see a show from the back this is the place to do it so no real problem if you're if you're you know in ga for need to breathe but um there are like when you walk in there's some to the side of the of the seats there's there's this, they, they almost look like huge planters. Like you can just sit on those things and watch the show from there. Mm -hmm. as, long as, as long as you're not blocking the aisle, security will not kick you out. So if you have a GA seat and you want to be close, when you're walking in, look to the very side um, side there and see if you can get one of those, those places to, you can even sit there. You just can't block the aisles there. Um, so I, you know, look for that. Um, and then if you're still looking for tickets, I know, tickets are popping up every day so you can probably find them but the premium seats they usually release a few the day before the show or the day of the show so if you're still looking for that first second third row ticket there are there are more but they're way less than resale definitely look the day of the show if you're still looking for for like premium tickets because they may pop up on axs website so just throwing that out there for everybody sure where do you think is the best place to sit Oh, dead front, dead center. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's my seat. That's I guess my that, seat. Was a, that was an easy enough answer. What, what do you have, Lauren, for seating? Uh, actually, we have um, front center seats. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> the place. That's always the place to do it if you can do it, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I have front five center or something like that. So I'll definitely, definitely see you there. I won't be wearing my leather pants this time, though. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll be wearing my leather pants, so at least one of us will be. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's killing me. You guys and Alex are going. I'm going to have to live vicariously through the three of you. Someone's going to have to FaceTime me in at some point. So we'll I get can... a big group chat going on. There we go. And we'll just, like, send you stuff. Appreciate it. I'll, I'll live <laughs> vicariously, and then we'll go next year, hopefully um so lauren why don't you talk about your red rocks experience obviously out of the three of us i guess you're the only one that's gone so you've been twice three times take i've three. actually i've just been once in 2018 and um that was when i forgot the name of the hurricane but there was when a really big like category four or five hurricane hit the carolina coast and my mom and I were stranded out there for at least three or four extra days but it was it was great because we got to spend more time together and everything and we went to a Rockies game while we were out there we um just spent more time in Golden and uh, Morrison where the amphitheater is but um actually someone else bought my ticket for me and um, it was, I think it was like second row or third row, but it was all the way at the very end on both sides, like the very last seat on like the second or third row. But um, yeah, he was, 
he was very just very generous and it was he said it was his his year to do like random acts of kindness oh that's nice and he actually been following my page for a while and after i posted one one thing he messaged me and he asked for my number and said that he if i had plans to go to red rocks already i said no but i want to go one year and he gave me his number and everything and we texted back and forth for a little bit and he said that he would buy my ticket to go i'm like what okay (laughs) and um I don't. Yeah. I don't want to concern you at all, but this does sound like the beginning of a Dateline episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, listen, here's the thing. I'm. I, I'm going to need this person's name just in case you go missing. That. That's all. Well, I was kind of concerned at first, but he turned out to be a really, just really sweet and nice guy. I met him and his wife there, and me and my mom actually met one of his friends who's an astronaut, and um, we got to meet. Yeah, we got to meet him, and he gave us a couple of NASA um, patches as well. But, um, yeah, it was just so – I mean, me and my mom literally just stood in the middle of the park at the up at the very top and just kind of stood around and looked. And we just couldn't believe that how – like, you think the rocks are big, but you get in there, and then you try to take a picture – you try to like stand up against the rock or like in front of the rock and you can't you can't get the whole like you're you have you have to go really 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 far back to get the whole rock and there there you're like this little <laughs> in front of the picture I mean, in front of yeah in, in the picture and but it's just so it's i don't even know how to describe it I mean, even the show, God, the show was just incredible. It was when Forrest Black opened up with um, Johnny Swim. Oh, yeah. And it was it was really great. And I highly recommend those who are going to the show to go down to the, um, I think it's, it's a, the Red Rocks Grill. It's not open right now. It's not. Nope. It's called the Shiprock Grill. It's it's on top. I'm a hundred percent with you, and they are not serving food right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pandemic current pandemic related fatality. Oh Jesus! Right. Too bad. Otherwise, that would have been on my tips tips and tricks too. But uh, I actually because I just got back from there. I don't know a month ago. Um, salt. Two shows there, Tedeschi Trucks, two nights in a row, or sorry, yeah, Tedeschi Trucks Bear, two nights in a row, and then Jason Isbell one night. I got to throw in one other thing. The weather changes there really fast. So even if you think it's shorts and a t-shirt weather, bring, bring, uh, Layers. bring a sweatshirt, bring, bring a couple of things to, to wear for sure. They will let you in with food. They will let you in with um, uh, a small cooler there. So you can get all of that stuff in, but bring the sweatshirt at uh Tedeschi Trucks Band, it was about 82 degrees and everyone was warm. And in about 20 minutes, it went to, uh, I don't know, 65 degrees really fast. And then it started hailing. So, <laughs> um, so it, it, it's, it's you'll, whatever, if you have a sweatshirt, you can sit on it or, or just take it with you, but for sure, bring one. That just ruined my vacation. I'm sorry. You'll figure something else. No, you'll be fine. You'll be fine, Lauren. I was um, really looking forward to getting a chicken quesadilla. Well, you can still go sit there. So go to Taco Bell, you know, <laughs> spend spend four dollars and then bring it with you and, and, and go sit up there and, and eat it. That's gonna have to do for you, Lauren. <sighs> I guess I'll have to settle for Taco Bell. <laughs> So before we jump into the next topic, Lauren, I wanted to ask you about this before, but I, I obviously you posted on the Instagram, but you did get a new, um, some new ink recently. Why don't you show us? I, I haven't did. seen it. So why don't you show us I and did. tell us all about it? It's, yeah. Um, so before we had Josh on the show, I had messaged him and was like, hey, for my next tattoo, I wanted like, you to write out something for me. And at first, I, t- I asked him, like, hey, can you do maybe a song that means something to you? 
And he was like, okay, that might take a while, but okay. And then they released Sunshine as a single. And I was like, hmm. So I asked him, like, hey, maybe a lyric from Sunshine and maybe draw out a little Sunshine. And so I didn't, re- I didn't expect him to reply back with something, but he did, like, 20 minutes later. Oh, really? Yeah. And wow. so I got, uh, he wrote out, we're living in Sunshine. And then the little, he drew out the sun as well. Nice, that's cool. Yeah, so it's right of, right below my, my bear one. Now you got to get Seth's writing. <laughs> I know, I got to figure out something for Seth too. I don't know. Awesome. The collection yeah. grows. It does. It, I swear, if you get one, you're going to have 20 within a month. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> the next thing I wanted to talk about, I know we've talked about about this in the past, but Paul made it onto the record in some form or another. And I really, I really want to hear about his experience. And, um, you know, White Fence is obviously one of our, one of our favorite songs here, obviously off their number one record um, debate to ensue in a, in a future episode, but Paul, obviously the caverns, you went to all three shows as we know. So I know you were you were itching to talk about that. So why don't you take us through your experience there and uh, any thoughts you wanted to share with us? Yeah, L- Lauren, you were at the Caverns too, right? You, yep. You were, you were there for three shows? Yep. Okay. All right, so this is fun. Um, <laughs> you know, I, listen, I, I pre-pandemic, I, I think I went back and counted. I went to like 95 shows that year. Like when, when, when everything hit, yeah, when everything, you don't realize how much you're spending on tickets until everything starts refunding and your credit card bill goes negative <laughs> $5,000 or something. And you're like, oh, that's a lot of festival tickets and a lot of concerts uh, that I had. So I never really stopped during this nonsense going to things. I just had to go way farther and it was you know, a lot more hassle, but I ended up in, you know, in a farm in Connecticut, listening to Manchester Orchestra. I ended up <laughs> in, in, uh, in a field in New Jersey for Grace Potter. Um, I ended up in New Orleans. Uh, I ended up in Nashville. So I, I kept going, but it was definitely, you know, definitely not my normal thing. And, and I knew I'm like live music in this concert setting that I love is going to be the last thing to come back. So need to breathe announces that they're doing this you know, socially distant show in in Pelham, Tennessee. And it's, I'm a tax partner. Um, everyone knows April 15th, that's when everybody has to file their, their tax returns. But 315 is, is actually kind of a bigger day for me. So I'm like, okay, well, I will be going to this. And then I look at the dates and it's like March 12th and March 13th. I'm like, oh my goodness, I, this is I, this is dereliction of duty for me to go, but I'm like, I've been, I've been for me sitting around for the last year doing nothing but work. And one of my absolute favorite bands is, is playing two shows in a row in a place that I can get to and recording a live album. Like, I, I think I have to go for sure. <laughs> so, um, sorry about that. So, um, you know, and then they announced the third night and I'm like, okay, I'm definitely going, I'm, I'm going to all of them. And it was so much anxiety. I mean, it, it, I have it. I always have show anxiety until I get there, until I'm sitting down, until I'm standing at my spot. I'm always like nervous. So this, th- this pod situation <laughs> was yeah. ridiculous. Not, not even knowing where you were going to be sitting until way before I mean, all of us just buy, blind, buying blind. Um, I had been to pods in, in, in socially distant shows uh, in, in Connecticut and New Jersey. And it's like, man, there are some bad spots here. This is just not what I'm, not what I'm used to for sure. So um, night one, which at the cavern, which, which was great, but it was like, okay, how are they going to do this? Where are we going to be sitting? All that kind of stuff. I had like 300. I bought all the pods for, for all the groups that, are, that I was in. I'm like, I bought the fours, I bought the sixes, whatever. And I just started selling them to, to random people and it's sending them there, sending them their tickets. So night one, I get to my spot. It's, it's pod 300 and something. I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. It's it's great to be here. Um, I'm excited. This is, I've never been this far away from the stage before. So I'm like, I kind of got to figure this thing out. And listen, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with bribing people. I, I, I'm just let, let you know where I'm at. Like I will, <laughs> I've bribed security guards before I've bribed uh, 
people to just switch spots with me at at shows. Like once I'm there, the commitment to me is the commit for commitment of time and flying there and all that kind of stuff. When I'm there, I want the want the best spot. So uh, night one, I managed to uh, get in a really really good pod uh, through through bribery, and um, and it was great. It was it was you know they came back on and it was just like this just this this collective inhale from everybody there hey our boys are on stage we're we're doing this and so night one was really good but i was so looking forward to going back to night two just because it's like okay i know how everything works now the anxiety you know is gone know about what the set list is going to be got the beats they're completely on fire um it's going to be it's going to be wonderful so night two get there have also have a horrible pod but now i know what to do um so by the way i have no idea why i'm talking this much tell me to shut up whenever you want no you're good Um, (laughs) so night two i find the this is how you bribe somebody uh in a pod setting you go find the youngest most collegey looking uh i'm gonna be honest kind of the drunkest pod there just walk up to them and like who's in charge here because oh somebody's always in charge so uh they the there's this pot of six it's at the the absolute best one there they point to one dude there i'm like you're in charge he's like yeah i'm like here's the deal i don't like where i'm sitting (laughs) i'm gonna cover your bar bill tonight he's like all right i'm like i just want to sit in your pod if security comes and throws me out i go back to my spot no 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 harm he's like absolutely join us so i'm like okay good <laughs> so i i go back to where i'm sitting because i don't want to i don't want to have an extra person in there while b- before need to breathe is on i the people i sold the pod to come we shake hands and say hello we meet each other i'm like just so you know i will not be sitting here tonight and they look confused and that's fine i didn't bother to explain it to them but i'm like enjoy you'll you'll just not see me for the rest of the night um so the second mercy shore comes on i dart out of there and go up to the to the one where i'm going to be there for the rest of the night security doesn't say anything it's it's perfectly fine everybody's spaced out who, who cares yeah. um so it's night two they 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 do mercy sure um they do just about everything they did night one um mm-hmm. they, they swap out drive they, they, they play drive all night which is good we got another live banger uh in the set list and, and it's good laura you, you have any any thoughts from night two any anything that stood out i want to wait leave the encore till last here but yeah um i think i know night one i noticed i i noticed over the past few years whenever they tour whether it's a festival or a like an actual tour if they're doing multiple nights i know night one's always going to be awkward for them because they forgot to do what they forgot what to do with their hands and and they're just kind of like, okay, we're going to go out here and do this. But then night two and night three comes around. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're in it. So and and was... they weren't even recording the album night one. You could tell, like they didn't, they oh, were, yeah. they were blocking. They were, they were setting stuff up, but they were just getting it set up for night. Two yeah. And night I think three. Bear said something. I think Bear said something like, like tonight's the night where we have to sound good. And then like the third night was like, okay, we're just going to leave it all up to fate and we're just gonna go out there and do yeah. stuff night two bear had his his prisoner prisoner spiel completely worked out like you know oh, yeah. if, you, if you think we've been sitting around in our sweatpants you got another thing coming there yeah. he he, he <laughs> yeah. was he was he was workshopping it on night two night one night two he he, he had it ready to ready to go so anyway that the um the set ends with survival uh, they come back out for the encore. They did the same encore with a little help from my friends and the outsiders and child again. And they've got the acoustics up there. And uh, this was, I, I will always believe this was completely unplanned uh, when it happened. But the, uh, at this point, extremely drunken college girls start screaming at the stage, play something beautiful, play yeah, something yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And first of all, look, God bless them. They got them to do something they're so fantastic i'm like did you have to pick something beautiful can't we go for you know a a, a song that they've played less but anyway it doesn't matter because bear and and i don't think they ever do requests i i don't think i mean it's it's every now every now and then they will every Every now now and then then, but normally he just tells the person i got a set list i'm gonna play i'm gonna play the set list but they were happy to be there i mean everybody was happy to be there and he's like all right so he hits the first hey now and the you can hear this on the album. It's yeah. definitely it's definitely on that. When you hear this, it sounds like a cat 
being attacking a crow <laughs> in the background. That's that's the pod I was in, and that's uh, those uh, those young ladies going nuts. And and again, it was it was just great. Like we're live music, and people are going nuts, and they're they're geeking out over over getting their song played here. Um, after that. You know, the, the greatest dad in the entire world brings his kid up to the stage. He's got a six year his six year old daughter and he requests testify for his daughter. And we're we're really on a roll here because they play testify for his kid. And it's like, all right, this is this is wonderful. Um they they finish with Wash by the Water. I'm like, that was that that's just why you have to go to shows right there. Just because yeah. those moments those moments you just you'll never get that feeling on YouTube. You'll never get that feeling from a live album. You just you just kind of have to see it. And and if you were there, you just got to savor it. And so so that was great. And then night three. All right. So you know we we we've got the the beats of what could potentially happen there. They do night three. It's it's just as good. They they start out with riding high, which was a weird one to start out with, and they didn't they didn't have a honky tonk woman after it. So I'm like mm. oh, I was kind of enjoying honky tonk woman there. But they 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 end up doing feet don't fail me now in the middle of the thing, and they put honky tonk woman after that. Randall just you know doing Randall things. They, I'll say this about them live. They they really make an effort to do something unique each tour. I mean, oh, yeah. there, there's always a cover. There's always something where you're like, they put some thought, they put some thought into this for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and honky tonk woman was that. And then of course the garden with the strings was, was that as well. Like you're, you're not going to get that on another tour. It's, it's never going to happen again. So it was, it was fun to be there. So we got to, um, we got to the encore. They got the acoustic, they got the acoustic guitars out and uh, oh, I had pod hop that night too, but I, I actually had, a, I actually had a good pod there, but, but I, I, I had pod 101. I got back to the one I was at the night before. Cause I really liked it there. And there was a couple of uh, gentlemen there who would also accept a, a, a gift of a couple of beers in exchange for letting me in there. So <laughs> I didn't have one drink the entire time, but I bought a ton um, and, and, and gave it, gave it to them and they, they let me in. Um, so they come out with the acoustic guitars and I scream, uh, no, sorry. The woman who was one, my pod mate had a six-year-old kid who she brought. And so a six-year-old got a song played for them the night before. And my girl, Carla brought her little girl, Danny, uh, into the pod. I was worried. Cause it's like, anytime you're letting a kid in your pod, you're like, eh, what's this going to be like? Sweetest kid in the entire world. Sweetest, sweetest woman in the entire world. Um, she's yelling at bear. Um, my daughter's six years old too. And Bear's like, all right, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> she, she just didn't have the, uh, she didn't have the assertiveness of the, of the guy the night before. So the very large six foot six guy in a bandana, who's pretty much in front of the stage yells at Bear. I'm six years old too. play white fences for me. <laughs> and Bear looks at me and he's like, yeah, maybe 46. And it hurt my, it hurt my feelings. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to, Oh, he actually said that to you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, maybe forty-six. I'm like, I wish you could have rounded down, but it was it, it was definitely funny. Uh, my the, everyone who was in the pod with me at that time starts laughing. It was fantastic. So they start out with "Girl Named Tennessee," who I had a friend there who the only the only song they wanted was "Girl Named Tennessee," so it was delightful. We 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 all went nuts, and. Um, then they they do the pause. Uh, so this didn't make it to the album. The album something it went something beautiful into White Fences. That wasn't the way it worked out. The something beautiful was was night two, and and White Fences was night three. All of a sudden, Josh goes back and pulls out that tiny guitar, and I'm like, oh, we're gonna do it here. And and Josh pulls out the little guitar, and they look at each other and they're like, I'm not 100% sure how this is gonna work. And clearly, Josh is not really comfortable with the small guitar on that one but he goes into it and 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 god love him he plays the first the first chords of it come out and bear says all right this is for my six-year-old friend over there and he points at me i'm like that's ah, fantastic and, and they play white <laughs> and, and everyone just has everyone has a great time and it was it was it was a really good moment um and so i <laughs> So that show was great. It, it, I ended up following them the next three shows they had to a month later. So that was, um, where was that? Mississippi, Alabama, Rainier, Alabama and, and Orlando. And I, I ended up getting, uh, getting them to play one for me 
in uh, Mississippi. Uh, they did lay them down for me. And then I ended up getting them to play one in, in uh, um, no. And then I ended up trying to get them to play one for me in, in Alabama. I tried to get slumber, but I think Baird at this point had enough of the uh, possibly stalkerish uh, dude who was following them. So he decided to play whatever he wanted <laughs> in that one. But so that, that was a nice little, that, that was uh, from a fandom standpoint, that was, uh, you know, that was good. But those, those cavern shows will just, they'll, they'll never be replicated there from, from the shows themselves to the music, to just the feeling of, man, it's good to be doing this again yeah. with, the, with these guys. Yeah, I'm sure it sounds amazing. I obviously was not there, but I've seen a lot of stuff and I've listened to the record countless times. So um, it's really good to hear some backstory on how it all went. Um, any other thoughts on the Cavern shows? Lauren, obviously you were there as well. Um, Paul, anything yeah. else to say on them? Yeah, but for the first show, we were like second row, but we were all the way down at the end, where, like where the gravel road was, the walkway we were all the way down there like we couldn't we all we could see was bear and josh that's all who we could see and then seth every now every now and then when he would come up to the microphone or whatever but i remember that first night because they were that was the first time i saw them since the rock boat the year before and Whenever they came out in the Mercy Store that first night, when that second burst hit, I mean, the waterworks started. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> the waterworks started, and I, I remember being, I remember it being so cold that night. I didn't know if I was shaking just from the emotion or shaking from the cold, and maybe it was a little mixture of both. And then it rained a little bit that first night, but. Yeah, when they played Mercy Shore, that that first like minute and a half of that song, I mean, I was I was boohooing. <laughs> I was boohooing. But Yeah, there's yeah. a lot to, it, there was a lot that went into it. I mean, it was it, it was probably your first show back in a while, right? I mean oh, yeah. yeah, I think the last the last people I saw before everything went down was colony house at a little a little hole in the wall spot in chapel hill but um yeah they were they were the first like shows back for me and it was just i knew it was going to happen i had mentally prepared myself like okay we're not going to cry we're not going to cry but then i then i cried and my friend Michael, who was there with me in the pod, he was like, he looked over at me. He was like, are you crying? <laughs> I have, I have, um, I have no shame about saying that'll probably be me as well. Paul, I'm a bit, I'm not quite as tall as you are. I'm six, three, six, four, but like I, this will be my first show back. I obviously didn't go to the caverns or any of the other three shows. So, um, you know, I have absolutely no shame in saying that'll probably be me too, right up there in the front row, the big goofy guy crying in the at the at the show. So I'm super, super excited that this is all back. And and at the Florida show is when I first met Paul in person. Ugh. And he he was he was he was so generous and he let me have his little pod. Oh, that's because awesome. Because remember the the people that were in Ferniville, they just I don't know why they were there. They left like two or three songs in to the band. You remember that? They w- left four sh- songs in, which is <laughs> which is a tragedy and a shame, and I don't understand it one one bit. But all of a sudden, there was this uh, empty metal cage in front of me and my group, and we're like, "Well, we're moving up." And I, I yeah. Lauren was in the back, so like, "Go, go, get this thing." Yeah, for for sure. So. It ended up working out. Everybody got to advance because they left. But I, who leaves in the middle of a need to breathe show? I, I don't understand. And they were in like dress clothes too. I think the dude was in like a sports jacket or something. I felt the way you feel like when somebody says, I don't like guacamole. I, I'm like, why I, wh- how could you not love this it's, it's phenomenal and then when it they is. left during the middle of need to breathe i'm like this isn't good enough for you like unless... why did they buy tickets in the first place it worked out 
anyway, <laughs> it, it worked out. Wow. Yeah, that, wild. that, 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 uh, that need to breathe show the one before in, in Alabama was, um, I had bad tickets to that one. And like the day of there was very front, very, very center on StubHub. I'm like, I do not need this. This is an <laughs> indulgence that I should not buy. And I'm like, I'm here. I'm in the middle of Alabama. I'm at this thing. I'm going to, I'm just going to buy it. So I bought the good ones off of StubHub. And Ben, you said, is there any, is there any lasting memories from, from the caverns? There, so there's two empty ones next to me. They just were not sold. So like, there's, I'm talking to some people beforehand. I'm like, sit next to me. And they're like, really? I'm like, there's nobody here. These things are unsold. No, the, the, sit. And so I, the, two people who have now become friends of mine end up sitting down next to me. And I would, anytime somebody was coming up, I know these are socially distant shows. I know I'm a jerk, all that kind of stuff. I, I fully understand if I, everyone was like me, society would not function. Like I, I do understand <laughs> that for sure but you know all the young kids who have no concerns about this and i'm one of those people i have no concerns kept coming up to you know take a picture or get their quick video or whatever and i would not allow them to leave i was like do not leave like stay up here because you clearly don't care and i don't care and i need your energy up here so at the end of that alabama show now more and more people just kept kept coming up front and for the first time now we had caverns which was bringing everybody back but now we just had i don't know 40 people congregated up in the front all of whom were clearly huge need to breathe fans all of whom were clearly listen we've accepted some measure of risk here we don't care at the front and you could see that the band liked it i mean you, you could just tell like it was yeah. bear was trying harder and the more people that came up the more he was I mean, he, you can tell when bear's locked in like he goes low on his guitar he he does that mm -hmm. thing where he stares you down like you know when he's feeling it i know this because there were some some shows during those pre-brother years the ones that were a little tougher the ones that were maybe breaking up you could tell they were not as into it. You, you just could like, you, you know, when they're locked in, you know, when bears locked in yeah. and the more people that came up, the more locked in he got. So at that Florida show, I'm like, okay, here's the deal. We have got to get people to the front of this thing. I was at the caverns. Uh, no, sorry. I was at the Dr. Phillips arena before security. There was a, was definitely tight. I'm like, I, I, we need a lot of people to go at the same time. So I had gone around to as many of these cages as I can. I probably shouldn't be telling this, by the way. I, there's no. This it's is. Just, it's yeah, it okay. already happened. It already, it's happened. already happened. Okay. I, it's, I, I just realized this is probably not a good story to tell. But uh, anyway, I'll stop talking then. Uh, so I had gone around to as many pods as I can, found as many like college-looking kids, people who clearly look like they were, you know, they were more of my type of people there. People who were going to be standing and dancing. People like Lauren. I'm like, all right, listen, on Mercy Shore, we're all going to the front. Come, come, come with me here. So I tried to get as many as I could. I'm like, I will stand up. We'll be about eight songs in. We're going on Mercy Shore. And I go, but, but anyway, so they go into Mercy Shore. I stand up the giant, like I'm, 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 you know, I'm doing, you know, who's with me. I'm, I'm trying to rally the troops and we start going down the aisles and man, did security come out quickly and shut that <laughs> thing down. Came out good, firing shut and that down. Fast. Yes. I'm like. <laughs> getting I'm, a 67 year old woman is scolding me get back there i'm like all right this this ain't gonna work so we all turned around but it was a good it was a good try i was doing it for the band as much as me but i'm like if we can get a critical mass going we, we can do this but it was it was too narrow but that's what i was saying ben so the other thing that came out of the caverns and all of these shows was and this is what i hope comes out of the pandemic for me vis-a-vis -vis need to breathe which was somehow some way through these pod shows, I kept getting seated next to people who were awesome people, like just yeah. blind luck. Like they're, they're behind me. They're, they, they're in the same pod as me. Like, just like, I really like these people. We like the same band. We have an affinity of, for the same band, but these are people that I actually like. So I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, 10 years from today, when, when you're in your millionth episode and you've had, you've had Seth on and you've had Bear on and it's, it's, you know, number eight on, on, on iTunes or whatever this is. Right. <laughs> and you get me to come back for the 10 year anniversary show uh, <laughs> of the caverns. I'm, I'm hoping I'm saying, Hey, these people that I met who I'll meet again at Red Rocks and who, who are <laughs> meeting up down, down the road, uh, you know, all these, Hey, I'm going, you're going right. 
yes, I, I'm hoping that's what comes out of this for me, which is, all right, this was not a great season. It was not a great way to see Need to Breathe. Need to Breathe needs to be seen in that small club show, all that kind of stuff. But here's the good that came out of it. I met these cool people, and and every time Need to Breathe is going to go into Red Rocks, we're all going to do our best to go. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that's that's the legacy of, of all of these shows for me. I will shut up now. No, you're good. You're good. I appreciate you have a lot of good stuff to say and we're definitely going to have your back because we need, I love your high energy and it's awesome. Lauren, anything else here to close up the show or are we going to let Paul get back to work? Yeah, I was going to say A for effort uh, for the Florida show, Paul. I, you, were you with me? Were you trying? Yeah, well, I, I was thinking <laughs> that, that about might be it. A no. <laughs> I was really thinking about it, but then I was like, mm. Nah, I'm just gonna watch. All right. And well, I hope you were entertained. I was. I was very entertained. Okay. All right. But you know, if you're not with me, you know. I mean, if it was another <laughs> show, if it was another show with less security, I would have been with you. Understood. Yeah. We'll try it next time. Yes. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll I'll see if I can throw you over the barrier at uh, Red Rocks. Woo! Uh, there yeah. you go. Yeah, I'm only I'm only like five foot three and a hundred pounds, so you can like spiral me. I can I, I will toss you like cordwood, no problem. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, Paul, thank you so much for taking the time and coming on today. We appreciate it very, very much. Um, we definitely look forward to talking to you again soon. Have a great time on the tours. Hopefully, you know, we'll, of course we'll be in touch. How um, many shows are you doing, Paul? Uh so uh three. Because I just did six, and because every single band in the world is touring between um, now and the end of the year, and I got to go to all the bands. So I have 60 shows planned between now and the end of the year, but only three Ooh. of them are need to breathe. Yeah. Okay. They're okay. the most important ones right now. Uh, yes, because I just finished off the Spanish Love Songs run. But anyway, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. All right. Awesome. Well, yeah. Thank you again, Paul. And thanks everyone for listening. Um, have a great time on the tour. Lauren and I are going to have a lot of stuff to talk about in the next few weeks. So we look forward to catching up with you all on that. But until next time, we will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you gained something meaningful from today's show and we'd love to hear from you. Reach out to us on Instagram at wearethetheinsiders or by email at theoutsiderspodcast2, the number two, at gmail.com. Be sure to give our show a like and a follow wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a comment on Facebook or on Instagram to say hello. We also welcome any feedback or discussion topics through any of these forms of communication. Thank you again so much and we'll see y'all real soon.